0: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to Crowcast Podcast. I'm Shane. Hey, I'm Ronnie. And these are the audio versions of the interviews we've had with our special guests on Crowcast. This episode is with Jimmy Watkins.
1: Whoa, what a guest he turned out to be, mate. Um, uh, November the 3rd this was. Um, I'm not sure how out of sync these are. It's episode 33 for those of you wanting to watch the visual Um, What a character. I mean, the stories, he turned out to be an incredible guest and absolutely, well, I'm still in stitches from it,
0: like, you know? Yeah, it was so memorable for so many reasons. Um, Obviously, he's he's an incredibly naturally funny guy. Um, It helps he's been Welsh. (laughs) She's a top book. But, I mean, the guy's stories are incredible. He's a professional athlete. Um he talks about the stories. Um so I don't want to spoil anything in, in the in the podcast, but you've just got to listen to these stories, proper names. It was the night of the hashtags. Um yeah.
1: he was a- yeah, I- I mean, I was going to say hashtag Tactical Fringe came out. <laughs> it's, I've never heard of that. Um, yet again, for, I mean, any anybody who wants to go and see the visual version, uh, it's episode 33 on YouTube. But you don't even have to. I mean, he's such a funny guy to listen to. Um, and like what Shane said, you know, we, we've we grown up with athletics in our life, whether you're watching it on the TV. Um, the, the, the guy, you know, he, he doesn't really would it be wrong Shane, to say he, he don't really boast about it he doesn't he doesn't really realize what we appreciate what he's achieved is i'm kind of trying to you know what i mean he's, he doesn't boast he kind of it just goes over his head when we were bringing yeah. it up doesn't it is incredible
0: he's a happy go lucky guy um yeah i think you're right anybody that done what he did you know achieved what he did would have a bit of an ego would have a chip on his shoulder you know i did this but there's none of that with jimmy he's such a laid back character um, I can't wait to have a drink with that guy when lockdown is done. Definitely, definitely. And and like you
1: said earlier, a professional, international athlete. Um, so some of the people that he's met is incredible and is some amazing stories. Honestly, not to miss stories uh during this audible podcast. Um, it was the night of hashtags as well, mate.
0: It was, but It really was. Multiple hashtags.
1: Definitely, and, and a it, late one for me and you as well.
0: Yes, because it was a night. Oh, it was the night when it was the night of all nights the American election um yeah we stayed up all night
1: yeah i think i tapped at about four i think that was it i did nod off a couple of times before that I'm not gonna be uh uh laying on that one like but it It had a big part to do with the red wine I started drinking. And obviously, I forgot we were doing the Crowcast at one point because I was laughing so much um, that I completely forgot that we stream live every Tuesday night on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook Live to thousands of people. I'm just sitting there with a glass of red in my hand listening to Jimmy Watkins. Um, And then we started obviously touching on about the American election and the whole Shine Minister and, um, what was it, David uh david winchurchill or winchurch or, or win yeah the YouTube. the crow family were hilarious they were on form so yet again anybody wanting to see um more of this episode go over to youtube episode 33
0: um but should we get into it here we go strap in this is crowcast podcast
2: is going to happen to be honest so but hey we'll touch on about that shall we have a
0: guest ah let's do that ladies and gentlemen please welcome the awesome the very fast mr jimmy watkins
1: yeah there he is boy yes what's up hello (laughs) i'm all right how are you not bad man yourself jim
2: very good thanks yeah i'm very good i'm very good i have a I have a total piece of shit for a computer, so I apologise.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, dude. We were just itching to get you on and have a chat, man. Um, I was saying to Shane a couple of weeks ago, we were on the phone. Um, I, I got to just jump straight into it, man. I mean, running punks, bro, it's just something that's kind of burst. Uh, it's grabbed my attention. i seen you doing the reviews. Um, and then, obviously, you start to learn who is this person, who is this fucking... It's nice to hear you talking so slow, dude, because normally it's like, ah, we're fucking off! And... <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I, know. It's... I
2: know, I know, I it's... know, yeah.
1: It's brilliant, man. Oh. How, how, did it, how did it start, man? How, how did that start?
2: I was coming back from co-op um, at the start of lockdown, and I was walking down the most disgusting street in Llenethi, uh, like dodging seagulls, feeling really pissed off the world. And I thought, there's got to be more to life than this. And I just thought, let's just go for a run and listen to the Spice Girls and film it and see what happens. And that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know.
1: is, so is that still up on the net? Is that is that episode still up there?
2: Yeah, I I called it because I was after maximum hits because uh, it's my first video. I called it Spice Planetly um, because I think we've got a bit of a spice problem here anyway. So I kind of dragged the massive net across the internet in a in the bid to catch as many curious people as possible. So that was the first one. I ran it in like a Hawaiian shirt and bathers, like just swim shorts and sunglasses.
1: I've gotta watch uh I gotta watch her. I've got to watch her. Yeah. I'm, I am I'm i am a bit of a latecomer, if I'm honest, dude. Um <clears throat> we got mutual friends and um I seen you do uh, a review of our mate's band killer lights. So I was like, fucking you know, hell, what's this? And then all of a sudden, then I was hooked. So I'd seen a couple of others which you've done idols, um, yeah. and then I watched obviously the the Iron Maiden one was fantastic because it was just like <laughs> what was that? Was that genuinely the first time you put that record on as well?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, they all are. They, all of them, Apart from Idols, I had to cheat a bit on that because um, obviously I went to Bristol to film with Dev. So I had to film on, like, different days. So I had to pretend the bits with him was, like, the first time I listened to it. But apart from that, everything is the first time I've ever heard it. Oh, Jesus
1: Christ. I mean... Number one, it's brilliant because you've got some awesome records to listen to for the first time. Um, yeah. Shane mentioned it earlier. Me and him were having a chat before you came on. He was like, fuck, you're not even knackered, but which is incredible to see from a human being. <laughs> I mean, fuck <laughs> me. Like, I got to drum some of those songs and I'm like, fucking hell!
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I do. Yeah, I do. Hit Like, because I run, I run pretty much the same loop all the time. And I know where there's like some real nasty bits coming up and I'm kind of running just thinking, I hope nothing awesome happens on this song. So I have to talk about it running up here. And I swear <laughs> to God, every time I get there, something will happen. Like when I did Van Halen, it was when eruption started. I was like running going, please, nothing good happened now. Nothing good happened now. And then eruption started. And I was just like losing my mind, running up this hill, wheel spinning in puddles. Yeah. it's I, Honestly, I'm, I'm always, I, every time I finish one, I think none of this is going to come out. Like, I was just out of breath. I was, like, there was snot flying out my mouth my nose. None of this is going to be, I can't use any of it. And I'm always amazed when I watch it back, like, oh, my God. You can kind of understand what's going on.
0: But, so do you, do you run as long, for how, however long the album is? Is that, is that how it is?
2: Yeah, so, like, one, one of the challenges I set myself was kind of, like, I started running again last year after like years of not doing it and I kind of I could feel myself getting a bit obsessed with running again and I was kind of sorry I just drank a, a fake beer it's really gassy and uh, <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I didn't know what to do with lockdown I was like what am I going to do I'm, I literally just got my shit together and started running again I don't know what to do like I, I got nothing to train for so I just thought let's just train to music and however long an album is that's how fast how far I'm going to run so that's what I do. I love so,
1: that. Oh, such a cool idea. Such a
2: cool all idea. My, like. Yeah, all my training now is just done to albums. Like, even days when I don't film it, I just stick an album on and I just run until the album's finished. And, and it's honestly, right, it's the fittest I've ever been and it's probably, like, the happiest I've ever been and it's the most I've just been in love with music in my life. I just, like, it's a different album every day. I don't, I don't film everything because I would just be silly. But, yeah, it's like just a new album every day when I go running.
0: So up to, this, up to this point, what's the best album for running at the moment, in your opinion? Oh, man. Just to run to. It doesn't, yeah. mean, to be, doesn't mean it's the best album you've heard, but I mean to run to.
2: Yeah. To. Um, I guess the one I probably put on the most is probably Van Halen. I'm just listening to a lot of that. But um, Sabbath, they, their album, Black Sabbath, their album, Sabotage. For some reason, yeah. I just love it. Yeah. I just love my album. Like it's just, I, I just really wish though the Sabbath that they'd gone in a proper studio because I've been reading about the albums and it's always like they do it in a house and it's haunted, so they ha- they have to move halfway through and you're like, fuck, why couldn't you just go to a decent studio and do it? Because it would have sounded amazing. I <laughs> 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 you know. Bad. Part of me was thinking. Uh, if only Sabbath had the studios that Van Halen went in. Do you know what I mean? And the same producers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just, Those bands really remind me of each other. And I only found out later that they did tour with one another. But they really, I don't know, they've got this similar feel, I think. Um, and it, it, obviously they're both led by amazing guitarists. I think that's part of it. I just think if only Sabbath had gone to Hollywood in the sun... And done an album in a really amazing studio out there, it would have been, it would have sounded perfect.
1: The be- the best thing is as you as you're explaining that for anybody who hasn't seen Jimmy before, I got introduced to him on these viral videos, and he's actually giving descriptions like that while fucking pelting it and, and running. It's just the most the, the mo- It's such a cool concept, honestly. Now, dude, like I've been like proper excited to have you on because. There's not much that you see these days on the internet that A, you haven't seen before, or B, you know, it's a bit fucking negative or whatever. But when I when I watched you doing it, I was like, fuck, this is so... Number one, it's infectious. It's, it's really infectious. So not only do you want to listen to the record, you genuinely do want to go out and put a pair of running trainers on to, to get where you are because you're... Yeah. You're so in. You're so in the moment. You can see you fucking exploding over drum beats or riffs or yeah. I I can't remember some of the quotes. I should have wrote them down. That's lazy journalism, that is. But um, some of the quotes, you're like, it's like he came from the heavens and fucking <laughs>
2: as you are running, like it's, like, it's bonkers, man. It's bonkers, man. because that that's how I am. That's just how I am on my own running. Like yeah. if I. When I started running again, I really, I just got so excited about running on a Friday when there was like new albums out. i just stick something new one, And I would be like that anyway. And a mate of mine who was just like, he, he kind of put the idea in my head. He said, you really need to film yourself running, listening to music, because it's bonkers. He's like, I've seen you from a distance,
0: and you don't know I've seen you running. But you just look like <laughs> a <madman. laughs> Can you imagine, can you imagine an, old, an old lady walking her dog down the track? And you got Jimmy running towards her, uh, like...
2: My, my, my um, like, I've, I've got one rule, one rule about running reviews is never start them in my street because I don't want people around you to know what I do. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> one, one of my neighbours told me when I was doing uh, the Van Halen album, I was losing my shit. Like, I was going mental because I didn't know they covered a kink song on album, so I was just going nuts, like, and I was... I was kind of running. I was thinking about, like, climbing this tree at the same time. I was like, I wonder if I could fucking climb that tree and jump off and film it. And I started to do it. My neighbour was there walking her dog. (laughs) So that's it. Like, that's it. I I need to move. I need to go into some kind of witness protection scheme for excited (laughs) people.
1: I wanted to know as well, while we're on that subject, like, because I've seen you have some near... Near misses, like where you've gone down, gone down like a little part, or you've hit a, a stumble on a rock, and like and you're the oh fuck or the oh shit, as or a branch as well. I'm pretty sure like a branch came close. Have you had those moments?
2: Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, man. Yeah, I had. I've had some really good falls. I fell. Oh, there's one I fell to and I filmed it. Um, yeah. But the weirdest thing I had was run into. You know the band every time I die. Yeah. Yeah. I ran to them and I just had a nosebleed. I just had, a, like, my nose just started bleeding as I was running. So I I can't, I don't think I ran into anything. Maybe like a wasp went up there. I, I don't know. But I just had a random nosebleed. It, it was amazing. I loved it. Like, I could feel it and it was like, it was like really thick and it was in my mouth. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to look amazing. And then I looked at the footage, you couldn't see it. I was livid. I was nearly wanting to punch myself in the face and do it again. <laughs> Like I
1: said, I know it's like a magician giving away the tricks, but I was watching it thinking, fuck, how is he managing to come out with some of the some of the phrases? Because they will, man. I mean, someone's going to put a... Or, or Running Punks, one, one of your guys who does the techie stuff or if you got to put together the best bits of all your quotes because they're fucking... The gathering now, it's like this colossal library of fucking awesomeness, like, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be the best bits of, of, of you running. But I was thinking, there's got to be, you're not that fucking, you can't be that perfect where you haven't had a stumble or a branch or a... So I'm, yeah, I'm glad
2: I'm glad you shared that, like... Yeah, I do fall. I do fall quite a lot. Um, what if I, I... I pissed myself on one, but it was, like, green so I just, I just pissed myself. I just ran and, and started pissing like a horse. Um, I've done that. Yeah, I had like a really bad time up doing one, and I nearly thought, oh, I need to stop you." But I just, you know, what? I just kept on going. I didn't worry about it. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> when, when this all kicked off, when, when did you start to realise you were you were onto something? Like, because, I mean, the community is strong, but um, and I won't harp on about that too much. And until like after, but when did you when did you actually realize fucking hell, there's something happening by you like,
2: uh, when when my dad said he liked it, yeah, <laughs> that's very common, that isn't it? Like, like honestly, when when my dad said he, he'd seen, oh my dad saw Ramstein one, and he said I've just listened to Ramstein after watching you run to them, and I love it, and I just thought, what the hell? Like how can I get? How was that guy? Listen to Rammstein and enjoyed it after seeing me run. So if my dad can check out stuff, I thought like there's hope for anybody to to check out stuff. Cause yeah, he's like, he he's like, you know, he, he's like 60 odd, So he's like setting what he likes. So you never think that he would be exploring stuff like Ramstein, but he checks everything out now. He, he checks out like just Escape plan and he sends like his own little text message reviews. And yeah. So him just listening to music that I was running to, I was thinking, Shit, like I I've tried years to impress this guy and he's never been impressed. And now he's now he's listening to Ramstein and and just anything, anything heavy is amazing. So I think that was when I thought, yeah, there's something working here. This is good.
0: That's class. The fact that you're you're reacting to something you've heard for the first time. I know you said about the the band idols, you've cheated before because you've heard this stuff, but like you're picking up on that that first that thing that hits you first and you're reacting to it that's infectious when when people see you reacting that way they want to go and check that out they want to see I, I, I think that's what's it's, it's real bro it's like it's like going to a gig and having that wall of noise hit you but i suppose when in the used and you're running and the adrenaline's pumping there's there's no better way to listen to music i think like running yeah totally running, pushing yourself yeah definitely it's like um
2: I don't know. It sounds This sounds totally crazy, right? And if, if I'm talking nonsense, just give me the thumbs down and I'll stop. But um, <laughs> like, music, music, like particularly an album, used to really mean something when you were younger. So, like, my earliest memories of albums I love were things like I'd cut all the grass in my street. I'd cut all my neighbour's loans so I could go to Woolworths and buy, like, a Manix album or a Stereophonics album. And... I'd, I would remember like the process of saving up for the album. It would be like four weeks of grass cutting and then I'd go and buy it. And you really invested time and effort into the album. And even if you didn't like it on first listen, you would stick to it. Cause you'd be like, right. Like, I've for Christ's sakes, like I've even washed my headmaster's car. Like I need to like this album. Like I, the, I did everything I could to buy it. And you would just persevere with it and you would focus on it and you would find things you really like. And now, more than ever, it's so easy just to like stick something on Spotify and after like 30 seconds of an intro just go, do you know what it's not for me and skip it? And I just think when you're running, it takes you back to like putting effort into music. And I think music knows you're doing it. it. It becomes like this relationship between you and the music, and it's like oh, I, it's love it.
0: I love that man. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know exactly what, I mean? what it is. Yeah. It's it's finding something in you that pushes you and makes you feel, that's exactly what music is. And sometimes it's so easy to skip, as you said, or you don't like a pit, now? skip, but skip. You got 10 second window, cause that's what people's brains are like these days. It's like, all oh, pass. But you, comp- you could come across a, a, a piece of music within that song that just grabs you and then puts the bit that you don't like in context. And and I, yeah. I totally get that, bro. You got to listen at the start, to finish to get it. It's too, it's too simple to skip these days. Especially yeah. the digital thing, you know what I mean. Digital just skip. If you play the album from start to finish, I guarantee you, you'll be it'll it'll, it'll make you think, and that's what music is supposed to do: make you think and feel. I love that, bro. Jimmy, that's outstanding. Love yeah, that. Yeah, it's exactly
1: <laughs> what it's exactly what you said there. We grew up in the same same generation, dude. Of fucking Woolworths. It's exactly yeah. what you said. You go into yeah. Woolworths or your local your local store, but Woolworths, Woolworths. Came before our local independent record store, like you know, that was that's where you used to get your charted stuff, you know. Before, especially me, before I got into the rock or the or the punk or anything like that, it was always going there, look at your top forty or your top twenty records, like you know. Or I remember like when Catatonia had a track out when they were on top of the pops, and I run straight to fucking Woolworths. I was like, I gotta buy that song. like. Like
2: it's mad. Like I used to, you know, it was like. I lived in Trokey, so it was like a 45-minute train ride to Ponty. So it was like an hour and a half travelling on my own on a train as like a 13-year-old. So that was like an adventure anyway. And I, I always remember like things like um going there to buy a Sex Pistols album, right? And I got to Woolworths and I was too scared to ask for a Sex Pistols album because I had the word sex in it. So I came home with something else. I came home with like Ocean Colour Scene or something. And it's like... <laughs> 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 but then I was like, oh, fuck, like I've cut so much grass for this and I've cleaned so many windows. I better like it. And I ended up loving it. Like I just ended up sticking it on and loving it. And I don't know, it's like people are always amazed. Like how have you never listened to an Iron Maiden album before? And it's like, because whenever I wanted to listen to an album, I bought it. I bought it. And I just wasn't willing to part with money for an Iron Maiden album because I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anybody was listening to them. Like, none of my friends were listening to it. So I wasn't going to take a punt like that. And even when Spotify came along, I just used Spotify to listen to stuff I already own. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, for me, it's like I put in the effort when I'm running and I'm just, like, trying to find something in these albums i never listened to before, trying to find something that's just like, going to work for me, and there's always something in there, and I always find, like, some kind of narrative that goes through it all, and then I, I buy the albums, and I, I, I keep meaning to tell people that, but when I review an album, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll be oh, like, no. shit, I, I, I'm buying it. So I buy them on vinyl or whatever, and yeah.
1: Has, I, it, been, it. has it been one where it's hard... Oh, I don't, I don't really want to put anybody under the bus, but is it, is there some albums which are hard to run to? There we are. It's just not really. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's oh, not
2: funny yeah. what well.
1: You can fucking name them if you want, like, but
2: yeah, shit, I don't care. I don't care. Um, there's one, there's only one album I couldn't listen to, and I had to turn it off, and it was Slipknot, Iowa. I couldn't, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah, like no way, no way. It just wasn't happening for me. I stuck with it, but everything just sounded like i couldn't hear musical notes in it I, I could tell like there was like a really angry band and i'm like you know this is obviously amazing i can't even imagine being in the studio like how would you start doing something like this so i take my hats off them this is amazing but there was just no hope in there at all and i really struggle with that like i, I like dark music and i like depressing themes but there was like just no hope in it at all. And I could feel it in the music, there was no gaps, there was no light coming in. It was just weird. It was just like running through this darkness. And I just had to just turn it off. I was like, fuck, I can't I can't run to this. So yeah, Slipknot was one. Um, Marilyn Manson, only because, well, I ran to it. I did one, I can't remember what her album was. Um, but I ran like, Thirteen miles. Listen to a Manson album. And it's like nobody should write an album that's
0: thirteen miles long. The record
2: label
0: should have come <laughs> in. You know what? That's exactly what I'm going to be thinking now. Whenever we write them an album now, Ron, I'll be thinking, can Jimmy render this? That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll have, we'll have to give him a demo first and say, Jim, can you render this? Yeah. No, right off, <laughs> <and> Start again. <laughs> yeah, the record the, the record label should have popped in and just been like.
2: How's it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like class, man. I've done loads of heroin. Um, how how long is the album? Ah, it's 65 minutes long. Nah, mate, that's like that's 10 miles. That's over 10 miles worth of music. You gotta trim it down a bit. Take some take out. out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, brilliant. Oh, and the Ramones, the Ramones, the Ramones are shit. <laughs> didn't didn't vibe off them, no? Nah. Oh. Nah. Nah, not feeling it. Not feeling it. It was like it was like just being trapped in a teenager's bedroom full of posters and just being made to look at posters all day. I was like, this is rubbish, man. I want I want to go outside and I want to experience something that's real. These posters <laughs> are do my head in. <laughs> but, oh, like,
1: it. And and yet again for anybody who's tuned in, um or anybody watching jimmy's with with running punks um we're big fans of what he does um and that is part of what you do exactly what you did then is exactly what you do just running and giving an honest opinion and i fucking love that but and that's i think that's what we're missing now everything's a bit too political or you, you know if you give it to a magazine there's always like me and shane said we never mind anybody slagging our record off but at least at least give us, give us, give us why, or give us like even that would have been fucking yeah. brilliant. That is like, do you know what I mean? I'm stuck in an angry
0: kid's fucking bedroom. Or <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's a, that's a beauty. That's a brilliant description. That's like, yeah. that's, you're feeling it, man. It's not, it's not just oh, it's not my bag. You you're describing it like as you proper feel. I I mean that's probably because bro, you're you're a musician yourself, so you 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 kind of get it. That probably helps, doesn't
2: it? Yeah, it's like I mean. I haven't, I haven't been in bands for long. Like, I've only made three albums, three or four albums of all the bands I've been in and EPs and stuff. So, But I, I definitely, like, I, I'm hit with music immediately and, I, and it stirs something inside me. I feel something straight away. So even if it's like a riff I'm writing myself, I'd be like, oh, my God, I can feel something on this. And yeah. I think music for me, I think because I grew up in a house where music was played a lot, um, music is associated with memories, yeah. And I think, like, how you brought up depends on how you react to music as an adult. So I was brought up in a house where on the weekends my mum would clean the house, my dad would, like, prepare food, and there'd be music on. So even if it's not that particular music, something will happen in a song, and it'll take me back there, and it'll bring back memories and make me react to stuff. And, yeah, I, I, I think that's what it is. It's like music just triggers thoughts and stuff inside my head straight away.
0: Yeah, man, I I'm totally with you, bro. That's that's exactly why I'm like awesome. Yeah. So
1: is is it? You said you're in the band. You're in um Future of the Left. We know.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was in those for a bit.
1: So, so did that? take it right back. Is that how it started in with music
2: or? No, no. It started like I played, I played guitar in in a band in school like I played guitar and sung but my guitar fame was so crap that like we didn't even plug my amp in um... <laughs> we know a few
1: of them we know a few of them son <laughs> we know a few of them pro tools now and kempers and shit there's a lot of them on fucking stage not playing let me tell you <laughs> yeah.
2: we'd, we'd had uh... we'd do a gig in like Day or something and then we'd we'd pull up in a car and then the bassist would be like oh we've got to pack your amp and I was like alright whatever so I just started making a thing of buying wacky clothes and just being a dickhead on stage and that was when we were like 15 and 16 and then um, I just like it became apparent I was really good at sports so I just focused on sport for years and then I started a band again when I was like 25 with with a couple of mates in Cardiff and that was a band called Strange News from another star and we were just like a garage rock band we wore double denim we used to like stop songs halfway through because we got bored and do like a press up challenge and stuff and yeah we didn't we didn't take ourselves, we didn't take ourselves seriously at all and then yeah and then I joined Future the Left and in 2010 or something and I was with those for like four years I think I can't remember four years or something and then I left those and then I got a band now but we we don't do anything because we're all like grown ups and it's like trying to justify going to join a male voice choir now trying to get down the band practice it's a nightmare <laughs>
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you have, do you have some great moments with the band or
2: yeah like um, with Strange News from Another Star we did a you we we did a tour of Ukraine wow. and uh, yeah it was amazing and we did it all on trains like slept on trains and stuff I'm still I'm still kind of convinced that I died out there and this isn't really me like it doesn't make sense <laughs> I survived it I don't really understand. I don't understand how I survived this. So I'm still convinced I'm in some kind of simulation. This isn't even real. I, th- I think I drunk myself to death out there. Um, so we did that. That was fun. And then uh, Future left. We did like American tours, Australian tours, European, UK. Red in Leeds. So, so yeah. it was like good, good stuff. We had a good crack. Like I enjoyed it. It was good. It was really good fun. It was really good fun.
1: Did that just kind of? Did you reach a point where um, life took over, or is it the struggles of, as every musician says, you know, you you get very little back as as in financial and stuff? Or, well, not, no, not very little. Fuck all, in it really half the time.
2: No, I I got sacked because I was a dickhead. Um, Fastly enough. Yeah, yeah, it was like my own fault. So you know, just booze in too much. I don't drink at all now, which is like one of the things. And these are fake beers. Um, Yeah, it was kind of like I wasn't. I wasn't happy. I, w- I guess I wasn't happy. Um, I had this whole thing about maybe like I was getting close to 30 years old, and I was kind of realizing that maybe quitting athletics when I did wasn't a good idea. So I think if you're not happy or something's not right in your head, and you're an artist and you've got free booze and you're traveling the world, I think that can just tip the scales in your mind and you can just start acting not yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know I mean? It was like, yeah, it wasn't good. I wasn't in a good place. And, you know, it, in fairness, like maybe if it was a different band and they were like made from school, they could have taken me aside and had a word, but it wasn't that kind of band. We, we didn't grow up together. It was like the band existed, like for the band itself kind of thing. Like we were together to make to make music as we the left. Um, so like I can't really blame them. I can It's just myself. So yeah, it just it was just one of those things. It was either I was gonna leave or I was gonna I was gonna get asked to leave. And then I got asked to leave. And then I was like, do oh, you know what? That's the best thing that's happened to me. Like thank you. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that that's what happened. And then I just thought like if I do music again, it's just gonna be with mates. It's just gonna have, it's gonna have to be with mates for my own my own not safety but just like just my own protection and just like I just need that. Place where I can just create some mates and we can just be honest with each other and just tell each other when things are shit or like songs are sounding rubbish or it sounds like a blurby side. And you know that that's just like my thing on music now is just just do it for a laugh with your friends and people who will tell you when you're being rubbish.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a valid point, bro. I mean, like we've all been in our bands. The crows have been in separate bands, and then you know we we were in we were in this band by well, myself, Ronnie and China. We're in a band. We were in school, then we kind of went and did our own thing, and then you realize, like, you know, we I, I knew we had a good thing. How our music was so easy, like the creative spark would just be bang bang bang. I think in Ronnie be on the same page, trying to be on the same page, bang bang bang. Then you move away, and then you go and play with other musicians, and like you said, there's this there's this weird sort of. Normally, there's the guy who writes the songs, um, and and th- there's no there's no leeway. And, and there's these different sort of personalities. And then it becomes a struggle. It becomes a fight. It becomes yeah. the whole opposite of why you're joining a band. Um, and that becomes a struggle. And it was only until, like, we got back together that we realised, shit, man, like, because of that bond was there before music, when we did create music then, it was special. Um, yeah. I, I, we've always said it. We're not the best musicians in the world, but y- you you prize us apart. Do you know what I mean? That's the 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 bond that we got is way bigger than the band itself. Like so that this yeah. is almost like um, impenetrable. Like you can't you can't break it. And then you go on tour, you can break bands like that, <laughs> like that. A tour yeah. can break a band yeah. like. That. Um, whether you're slamming it in the back of a van, whether you uh um you haven't got money, two two pennies would rub together, and you go to the next show, or it it can break you. It's it's really tough, but yeah, it's that bond before the music that helps you to create the best stuff you're ever gonna create. That's a band, that's a band. Yeah,
2: totally, totally. And it's like you know, with future left, some amazing times, and I got to do like the stuff I dreamed of as a kid. I got to tour America, That stuff I, something I dreamt of as a kid when I first read something like Jack Kerouac when I was like 15. I got to drive around the States in a van and play shows every night. It was the best thing I'd ever done. You know, and that wouldn't have happened with a band from school because I don't think we were good enough. Future left definitely. They had singer, songwriter who had, he just had what it took to write these songs to put his arms together that would help us sell and do well in america so you've got to, like it was like a sacrifice in a way it was like it was amazing i got to do that um but you know just unfortunately it just happened in a band where i don't know where like that like you say, saying that that bond wasn't in there and it just it just you know that wasn't good for me but you know i got to do it and it's amazing and, and all that stuff just it just helps me put everything into context like it just helps me think about like what i did as a runner as an athlete and it just i don't know you you've got to have those things in your life to just make you appreciate everything really
0: you know yeah 100 percent. so are you like you know to obviously the people don't know you were a professional athlete so yeah you you like you're coming across as a bit of a sort of happy-go-lucky like character and a hell of a character extremely funny honest but to be a sportsman that's like a different forecast. That's a different discipline, right? To get to the level yes. you've got. Yeah, man, like definitely. It's kind of,
2: particularly in an individual sport, like I did, like athletics, you're all on your own. Uh, and I ran at European championships. I ran at world championships. So, you know, stuff, stuff where you've got to be really tough mentally, like yeah. nothing can faze you. But I was still, like, I was still a maniac, don't get me wrong. I was mental. Like I was, I didn't care. I didn't care who was racing. Like I, I raced out in Moscow at the World Championships, and the guy in my first race out there, I was in Russia, and my first race was against the Russian who was Olympic champion at the time. And it was just like I was just joking with him, telling him I was going to beat him. I was going to embarrass him in front of all his fans in Russia. And like we had a photo finish. Do you know what I mean? It's like I think wow. sometimes, sport, yeah, I think sometimes in sport, if you can, kind of like project like i don't know if you can have this enthusiasm and and like it's kind of i always felt like i had nothing to lose and i think that's part of my character still i just be so enthusiastic about something that i knew i was going to enjoy it no matter what and i think that's where i was as an athlete i knew like i don't it doesn't really matter if i come last or i fall over in front of like thousands of people i'm just going to enjoy myself and i think that that helped me a lot when i started off as an athlete and then certainly once I'd established myself as like one of the best 800 meter runners in the world, I think that was when you just needed another edge. And that was when I was like, you know what? I'll be put i hold my hands up, I'll be perfectly honest. I don't think I've got what it takes to not not go further, but just, just play at this game for longer. So that's that's one of the reasons why I left. So what age did you leave, bro? Twenty-four. Twenty-four, like so I was super young, super young. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it was the year after I got the final of the world champs. The year after I'd broken the worst eight hundred meter record, and I was just like, "Nah, I'm done. <laughs> I want to start a band." Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucking crazy. Like, what's going
1: on in there? It? But it's a big, it's a big thing for me, see, Jimmy. I don't know what what it was like with Shane growing up, but. There wasn't the three thousand fucking channels on back then, and fifteen sports channels with everything filtering out. So when athletics was on, like for my dad especially, he'd he'd be big into it. So whether I liked it or not, it was a TV moment. Do you know what I mean? Everybody beating be their tea, watching the championships or watching um the 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 Olympics. The Olympics was a fucking massive thing in my house. Um, yeah, and I couldn't be bothered with half of the, the stuff that goes on at the beginning of it. It was always when it got to the track, that was always yeah. when it got serious. When fucking like Linford Christie and people like I would come out, oh, here we go. Um, Ooh, so what? Oh,
2: lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it, I've seen it,
0: man. I've seen his really <laughs> <laughs>
1: seen
0: it. honestly. So another, I love this, right? Every week, we have a every week. Yes. We get an exclusive. So, Jimmy, tell us what Liffin's <laughs> lunchbox was like. <laughs>
2: it's not as big as mine. It's not as big as
0: mine. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. yeah, I saw it in Florence, in Italy, in the toilets. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, this is crazy. right? This is an absolutely insane story. And if you don't believe me, I can give you some numbers for people to phone and they will tell you that it's true. But <laughs> we ran at the I ran at the European champs in Florence, Italy. And afterwards we had um, we had a lunch. All the teams, all the countries got together and we had lunch on Fiorentina's football pitch. Wow. Yeah, it was mad, so like the mayor of Florence was there and everything. And I got really drunk and I got naked and I did a diving head there into the goals, Torrentina's goals. And then uh, and then this Polish shot put there needed me in the back and nearly killed me. Like it nearly killed me. So I went to the toilet. I went to the toilet to like try and sober up and soak myself out. And that's when I saw for Christie's really. <laughs>
1: That's probably my favourite story of 33 weeks doing this. That's absolutely priceless, that is, but That's absolutely, Jesus Christ. It don't matter if we never do another fucking episode. That is the best story for 33 weeks, that is.
2: I I just thought, like, you know what? It was worth getting kneed in the back and nearly dying by a massive guy just to see that thing, and I can take it to my grave that I've seen it.
1: Oh my god! So when when did you start? When did you start running? then? like, <laughs> Shane's gone. <laughs> <He's fucking> gone. <laughs> l- l- listen, l- little did I know, right? The young Ronnie back in a day eating his dinner with his mum and dad, and I going, yeah. "Oh look, hey everybody, Limford's coming out." Would I be there? Fifteen years later, going, "Is it, Jim? You've seen his Willie?"
2: <laughs> yeah, man. That's why I. That's why I started running a- a future version of myself went back in time and saw 10-year-old me and said, if you keep on running, in 14 years' time, you'll see Linford Christie's Willie. Yes. And that's why I started running. I was like, oh, my uh, God, future Jimmy, that's amazing. Let's, go, let's start now. Let's start training uh, now.
1: After doing a diving head,
2: naked, on a Fiorentina pitch. You can't write? Yeah, ball up naked, right? It was like, there was a table there and all the big wigs. This was when World Athletics was like, so corrupt as well it was insane and there was a big table with all the big wigs of idea I, I, there. and i just sat there with my trousers down and grabbed a cigar from someone and started smoking it it was like and this is true i didn't Don't know what was wrong with me mental absolutely crazy like and then the year after that was before i got the final world champs so i remember thinking on the start line the world champs final is people looking at this thinking is that ask that guy who was running around naked last year? How was he in the final of the world champs? And I just thought, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you what I can do. And it, honestly, it was in my head as I was running, Lymphocrisis with Lee and all of them stolen cigars. That's how I would make the
0: people. Your motivation, that's amazing. Oh, but yeah. so Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, when, so obviously, like as, as a kid, boy, you knew you were fast. Did you, did you, Like, in school sports days, did you wreck everybody in school? Is that how it kind of...
2: Not for a while. Not for a while. I remember doing school sports and I didn't win. And then my my dad was like, you're faster than that. You're faster than that. And I remember just, like, getting really angry and I was running up and down the street, like, my little legs going crazy. Um, And then I remember running past a girl in school, after school, and the next day... She was like, you're really fast. And as a girl, I fancied for ages, And I was like, oh my God, I've tried everything. I've tried everything. Like I even like put lemon in my hair after a shower to think I'd have highlights and it didn't impress her, but I ran <laughs> after it. was impressed. And I was like, oh, I got to work on this. This is what I need to work on. So I just started running. <laughs> that, was like, that was it. <laughs> that was it. Wow. Just, just the uh. girls who can say hello to me. Uh, now, I, now, I, now, I run, now I run so people just leave me alone. It's the opposite <laughs> now. I just, I
0: just, oh, fucking hell. Oh, that's so funny. That's so oh, funny. Fucking hell, Jimmy.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah. So the- but honestly, I don't remember a moment that I was like, I'm a runner. I tried every sport going and I just hated them all. I just didn't like hanging out with other people. Like, I tried stand up comedy as well and I just hated like comedians. So I'm just running. People are like, I, if I hate somebody, it means I need, I need to do it my own. So that's why I started running.
1: When you when you, when you started smashing it, like, and obviously you you I I don't want to be ignorant. You, you run for your district, then obviously you for, You you run for the country uh, in the Commonwealth. Yeah. Then obviously um, you move up to Great Britain. Then when you when you're doing your the Olympics and stuff. Um, yeah. What, what about like the the, the training and the, the the focus with that like Shane was saying earlier was that hard was yeah. that did that used to bring you down or were you just completely focused on a goal was there a specific I'm gonna like you said earlier you smashed the the, the Welsh wreck of the 800. um yeah. I'm gonna get i am I'm gonna do this competition was it was it a natural
2: goal for you or um I think I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the training. I enjoyed the hard work. Um, I think, I I, I I don't know. It's weird. Like, I had a hero. I had a, I had a hero and he was an athlete. So that made everything kind of easier for me. It was just like, I just want to be like him. And it was the Russian that I got to race in the World Champs. I got to race him twice. And I watched him run in, in on the TV in, I think it was Athens Olympics mm-hmm. when he won it. And I just watched him running. I was like running like for Wales and stuff there. And, and, you know, it was good. I was I think I think I was probably Welsh champ. I hadn't run for Great Britain or anything like that. And <clears throat> I was probably like just training in the comfort. I mean, I was just doing what I needed to do to run for Wales now and again. And like I was in uni and it was just like I don't I was just ticking the boxes to be like, oh, I do sport. So I got a bit of a personality. And then <clears throat> I watched him running at the final uh, of the Olympics, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like, I just something about the way he ran our race. I was like, "That is amazing! Like, that is amazing! What he's done there is just beautiful." Like, he was he was last all the way around, and the commentator was like, "Oh, he's he's like he was one of the favorites. He's he's like he's messed it up," and he just like smashed everybody at the end. And I just thought, do you know what? I just going to run like that. Even if I should be at the front of the race, I'm deliberately going to be at the back. Cause that was so exciting. The way he just went past everybody at the end. So I just started training like him and running like him. And that was it. Like, I just, just wanted to be him. And then I got to race him twice. So I think that was when I was like, this is what I want to do. I just want, want to, I want to run in a way that people react when they watch it. Like I reacted when I watched you run. That, that was it. <clears throat> Show off, basically.
0: <laughs> well, no, it, again, it's what um, it's what you felt, didn't it? As opposed to yeah. anything else. So I get that. Bro. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like I, athletics. I find
2: like such a weird event. Like I running on track. I don't understand why people would watch it because for me, as an as someone who's been an athlete. All the fun stuff is going on in the person's head who's running. Like it's like you're not you haven't got an engine strapped to you or a jetpack, so it's not particularly like oh my god, look how fast that is. It's just like oh, it's just a bunch of guys running. Like, um, but for me, like I was fascinated by what was going on in my head while I was running, and I used to I used to love it. Like I used to get so excited about that gun going, and just like I just loved the way my brain would just like strip everything that was modern, and it was just like it, honestly, it was like having the same brain as a dog. Or something It was just like, you just became like this thing that was just chasing something. And he didn't know what it was. And I loved it. I loved it. And then when I saw somebody win the Olympics in such like a stylish, creative, arty way, I just thought this is more than just like this primal instinct in you to run fast anybody. This can be like a display. This can be something really creative and poetic as well. And then for me, it's just like the two things I love in the world got joined by art and just being a mad, mad head joined. <laughs> and I was like, this is perfect for me now. This is perfect, because I love running fast for no reason whatsoever. But then I love to put like a bit of a show on, so. Was it was it always 800 meters as well? Um, 800 meters, because I was told that's the easiest thing to train for. Like I was just told that's easy, that's easy. That you don't have to be really fast and you don't have to be really fit, it's just in between. But you do have to be really hard and crazy. And I was like, that sounds good for me. Like, yeah, I, you don't need blocks. Like I'm, I experimented with some distances where you needed blocks. I was like, that's insane. That's like, that's like me with a capo or a wah-wah. It's just like, it's just too much for me. I can't deal with it. So I was like, there's no, there's, no, there's, no, there's no equipment involved. I was like, this is perfect. Like there's no equipment. And you get to like bump up against each other and smell each other and push people around. So I was like, this is my sport. It's like, honestly, 800-metre running is like rugby without a ball. It's amazing.
0: That's a brilliant like so, <laughs> so after, So after you decided to quit, how long was yeah. it before you started <clears throat> running? So how long were you not running for? 13, 12 years. Wow. 11, 11
2: yeah, yeah. Like. I jogged, I jogged now and again. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> just like I did a bit of a jog. Um, like, mostly just to sort of hangovers. I was like, oh, I'm going to go for a jog. I feel like muck. Um, but, I yeah, like nothing, man. I, I, there's loads of before and after photos online. I put so much weight on. It was insane. It was insane. And, like, because I'm bald, and did this hat, i bald. I've just got, like, a tactical fringe and then bits on the side. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the 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 more we <laughs> a tactical fringe. I've never heard that before. Oh, right? it. <laughs> genuinely that's, I'm like, it.
2: that's amazing. A tactical I'm so, <laughs> I'm so blessed for these followers here. They've just hung on. Um, <laughs> and like the the bigger I was, the bigger the gap on my head was. Like, like my head just like. So I was like, I need to shrink my head somehow. I need to make the top of my head smaller. So I need to lose weight. So I started running. So I started running just to make my ball patch smaller.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh fucking so, hell. That's know, brilliant. Any sort of like, um, you know, to be honest, bro, you, you didn't just like, um, it wasn't like a hobby. This was like a professional, you were a professional athlete, got to, you know, the final of a world championships, um, running with the best runners in the world, and then you just decided to stop. So do you have any? Do you look back, and do you have any sort of not maybe not regrets, but do you think I don't know you could have done it for yeah. So hard. you didn't have the drive, or was because the I, way I right the way I see it, right, I, I the way I am, I would be looking back and thinking, God, look what I achieved. That's that's incredible, and I give that up. Damn it! Yeah
2: yeah is is loads of regrets but i didn't realize i didn't realize like i think regrets is weird like just because robbie williams wrote a song about it doesn't mean you can easily identify it regrets they can just hide it like (laughs) do you mean (laughs) (laughs) honestly Everyone, everyone listens to that Robbie Williams song and they think I'll keep an eye out for those regrets because Robbie Williams did a song like if I see a regret I'll have a word with it and i sort myself out but they're hard to spot like they had hard to spot they hide they hide yeah, yeah. Like, Robbie, I don't think he wrote all those lyrics himself I think someone helped him out there because I don't think he could spot a regret that easy I, I've struggled they're hard <laughs> He had some co-writers, some experts in regret.
0: Oh, but you're killing me, man! i <laughs> it's, like, it's like, right?
2: So, this is how my regret manifested itself, right? This is this is genuine now. This is like this is So, I was like, ah, I don't regret it. I am new that Robbie Williams song. I don't regret this. I, I want to be a rock star. I want to just drink loads of beer. I can drink a bottle of Johnny Walker, no problem. I'm I'm hard as nails. And then I became, like, this alpha male out of nowhere. In all my life, I never acted like an alpha male. All of a sudden, I was, like, acting like I'm the hardest man on the planet. And I was like, oh, oh, you think you really are, do you? Well, I used to run 100 miles a week, and then i go to Russia and race people. I'm solid. And I started acting like this maniac, like, that I was, like, the hardest guy on the planet. And I was like, what is that all about? And he just kept coming out. When I was drunk, he just kept coming out. And I was like, I'm from the valleys. I'm from Troche, And I was just seeing the way I was acting was like so much like people in pubs that I'd be scared of when I was like 18, went to a pub and would be like a 50-year-old guy there with like a glass eye hanging out by the phone. And I was like, that guy's a mentor, like don't mess with him. And I was becoming that person. And it really took me to like get booted out of the band, get like a proper job, have a family to then just go, what is causing this? Like Why am I acting like an idiot? And it was regret. Honestly, it was... And then I used Robbie Williams, and I was like, it's regret. It's just, and I had to like embrace it. I had to embrace that I might have messed up, and it's all right to mess up in your life because, you know, like as far as I know, I might have died out in the Ukraine and it'd be like assimilation, but we only get one life. And for me, like the biggest thing I ever done was stop drinking and then come to terms with how sensitive I am as a person. And I realised that I was drinking to hide that sensitivity and it was making me act all macho. And I was acting macho because I didn't want to face up to my own mistakes, my own regrets. And I just had to, like, just go head on into it. And I was just, like, the only way to deal with this is to run again. That's, like, the only thing I can do is to run as if it's a time machine and go back to 12 years ago when I was running and I was fit and healthy. And that's, that's why I started running.
0: Brother, man, that's, a, that's, God, that's incredible. What an awakening that is, like, being honest in that. That's... Wow. Amazing.
2: Yeah. 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 And it you know, it was like it was tough. And I, I was like thinking about oh, oh, all the shitty things I did. And then I'd get in touch with people and I was like, look, just just so you know, like I'm sorry. Um but like I'm sorting it out and I'm sorting it out by running. And it sounds crazy, like I haven't been to see anybody, I haven't been to see a shrink or something. I'm just running and I know it's it's making me better. And it's just like I don't know, it's just making me like just softening me and just like I said, like just becoming aware of how sensitive a person I was was for me like just the best thing that's ever happened to me. Really is like just just to know that I'm a softy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's incredible, <laughs> that's, but that's incredible, put, bro. That's beautifully put. And and what's what's incredible is you could almost say that running is like an isolation in itself. Isn't it? You go you it's just you and your mind. But what you're yeah. doing is bringing music in, you're videoing yourselves, you're, you're connecting with um, people, people are reacting to your reaction, which is inc- <clears throat> like, it's incredible connection with other people. And before you know it, it's it's blowing up like, so all, I mean, incredible yeah. to, to see where you've been, to know how you are in the moment and to see what you want to do to better yourself. That's, that's amazing foresight, bro. Congrats. That's, um... Oh, cheers, man. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know, like,
2: and and then I just think, I know like the term toxic masculinity gets thrown around a lot. And, it, you know, I get it and I get that it is a bad thing, but that doesn't mean you have to like stop being a man. It's not the answer is to stop being a man. It's just to be like the best kind of man that you can be. and And, but still like still do stuff that, you know, puts you out there so still go run it like don't don't shy away from the fact you are crazy and you've got all this energy like stick a GoPro in your face and lose your head lose it run into the Black Sabbath still do stuff like that but just don't go drinking in Llanelli and Llanelli and nick guitars off walls in pubs just don't do that <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh fucking hell man fucking hell yeah but you are, Jim, honestly, no, you are, you are, you are very infectious. Like I said, I'm so glad Um, during this bizarre time of the, of, of the planet, this, this fucking, as you called it, like a, a simulator. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm so glad I discovered what you do. Because, like I said, I don't know, like Shane just touched on it now. You are, you are kind of reaching out to people without you realizing it. I am entertained by you. I am Um, I am happy, I am almost like absorbing your fucking endorphins through the phone, like, do you know what I mean, where, because I can can see it, bro, I can see it like you're you're fucking, you're you're there, you're happy and you're describing the music and then that energy to someone like me who's quite, you know, quite fucking nuts and that, that energy kind of, I'm sitting there then going... I've got to fucking do something. Yeah. <laughs> the missus yeah. is looking at me, going, "Chill the fuck out," <laughs> do you know what I mean. But I'm thinking, I've got to do something. Now I got to, I got to, I got to do something because it's got my, it's got my head thinking. I've got to go and achieve something, or it's brilliant, dude. And I'm looking at um, I hope I got the the guy's name right, Peter Peter Gabriel, not the Peter Gabriel. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Sledgehammer like. Not not Sledgehammer himself now, like, but there's a gentleman through your running punks community. And that's why I said earlier I touched touch more on about it there's so many people who are coming together now, like the the Running Punks, um, like Sunday clubs. Um, we were speaking to the guys down in M- Music Box, and I didn't realise his connection with you. And, um, and then, obviously, I seen Peter. Peter Gabriel is somebody who, who never in his life had run 10 minutes. I think it's fair to say that. 10 minutes in a row. Yeah. And the yeah. other day, I watched him run, for the first time, 21 minutes thanks to yeah. your motivation your plan your your willpower your talk your whatever you've bottled and and put into another human um it's it's phenomenal bro it's phenomenal like do you know what i mean now that was so i was rewarding i don't even know who fucking peter is but i was willing him on like do you know what i mean i was like goodness son and you could see how happy he was running with the camera and and I love the fact yeah. he stopped on 21 because it was almost, it's like a fucking film and he was
2: like, to be continued. <laughs> so- yeah. It was like, I did him a plan and then week six was like a 21 minute run and and people would be like, why why not 20? And it's like, because that feels like a goal and I, I just think running, life, everything. you Like, okay, I know it's silly, obviously set yourself goals but, why should it be like that? It should, shouldn't be about finishing or something. It should be like getting ready for the next thing, getting ready for the next next step on your journey. Like, so yeah, I give him 21 minutes and he's like, I'm so glad you did that because now I know the next one is half hour and I'm nearly there already. So yeah, he's he's amazing. Like he, he sent me an email and he's like, I've always wanted to run and I've never done it. So I phoned him up and then like I phoned I phone people and I just chat to them and I'm like, right, what what's the crack and why, why do you want to run? And he was like, I just want to run for 50 minutes so I can listen to an album I've never listened to because I can't listen to it because of something that's happened and I want to be in a good space to listen to it. And I was like, right, we'll get you running for an hour. Don't you worry about it. And yeah, we're like six weeks down he's up to 20 minutes, 21 minutes. He'll, he'll be there. Like he'll, in, before long, you'll see him running for an hour listening to the album and it's just like amazing. It's amazing to help him. Um, but like, I don't really see... And I, I don't really see that I'm helping him. It's like, I just told him what to do. I just said, like, this, this is how you can do it. And he's got whatever he's got inside him to make him do it. And he's, he's doing all the running himself. But, like, he's inspiring me. He's inspiring so many people around the world. And he just, he's texting me, like, someone sent him a tweet from, like, Australia or Bangkok. I've seen you running and it's made me go for a run. And he's, like, this is amazing. I'm, like, that's, that's just a beautiful thing. And, like, we can make... The internet is can be quite shitty, but you can make it a beautiful thing where you can just film yourself running, and if someone on the other side of the world will go running because of you. Like, and he's just embracing it and he's loving it.
1: Well, I'm I'm watching the journey, dude, and I'm I'm seeing constant, constantly, like, yes, uh, running punks. I want to say New York. I hope I'm getting these right. Running running punks, New York. Running punks, London. Running yeah. punks. That you can see that it's growing. It is a community. Like it's it's fucking phenomenal. Like you know
2: yeah it's like I, I wake up in the morning and then i check like whatever like instagram facebook and stuff and it's like people like someone someone sent me a picture and they just been for their first ever run and they live in phoenix arizona and they just sent me a picture and it's like i've just been for my first ever run thanks to you and you're like what this is mad this is mad and then i just think this is so good because this is something that if i'd stuck to professional sport i don't think it would have done this i don't think it would have got people out running. I would just be like another like human equivalent of a racehorse, and I just think it just makes everything worthwhile. It makes all the 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 like the bad choices I made and the the dark times worthwhile to be now like thirty-eight years old. And it's like I'm running the best time of my life. Running, I've sorted my shit out, and now I'm helping other people around the world run. So, yes, it is amazing. Like it is amazing.
0: And thank fuck for Robbie Williams. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that, bro. I never thought that would quote me in
2: <laughs> The two most important things in my life, Robbie Williams and Nympho Christie's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going oh, to have that on my tombstone.
1: Uh dude, we, we, we could talk to you for hours, like, hours. honestly, genuinely, yeah. and, and, and and I genuinely mean this now, Jimmy, when, when things get to a bit more normal, I think we can actually start fucking seeing people from Monday, where we live, yeah. yeah. um. I've promised the guys down in Music Box. I'm going to go down there on a Sunday and have a have a run with them and stuff like that. And um, I, I definitely want to meet up with you, dude. And, and please keep in touch with us as a band as well. We'd fucking love you to come to a gig. Yes, um, yeah. No, we honestly now it, it'd be great to have you. just to have your fucking energy there. I'd love I'd love a, a Jimmy Watkins fucking prep
2: talk before we hit the stage. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that'd be yeah. incredible. It.
2: Yeah right i'm gonna i'm running to your album as well definitely i'm gonna like i think at the end of the year i'm gonna do stuff where it's not gonna be my first listen i'm just gonna run the stuff i like because I, awesome. I, I i really this just got to the point now where it's like okay like lots of people are checking out the videos and i kind of want to just say like this is the stuff i like by the way like it's the stuff you should check out not just like people recommend stuff to me. So yeah, I'm definitely going to run to your album. I've had it on loads today. It's amazing. I love it. I love it. So yes. I'll be running to that. Definitely.
1: Ah, uh, Jimmy, thank, thank you, you, 10. Too. Before you go, dude, where can people find you on the socials? And can you tell them where to find running punks and everything?
2: Nah, I'm just going to delete everything after this now.
1: There
2: <laughs> <laughs> he is, boy. Um, mm. uh, <laughs> That's me. That's me. I pulled my grind doing that. I pulled my groin doing that and the photographer was like, Yeah. He, was, oh, he felt really bad as well. I was like, oh my God, like that. I feel sick. I feel like a bollock has popped off. Um yeah. Well that that looks like I'm really happy in the photo, but I'm actually screaming in agony there. Um and yeah, that was on the golf course as well. People were playing golf when I did that. Um <laughs> <laughs> so check out running punks on twitter instagram and facebook i think it's all just at running punks i'm on twitter as biggie timkins i started off the lockdown as little timkins but i feel like i've matured so i'm now biggie timkins and i'm on instagram as um after my favorite ike and tina turner song uh, nutbush jimmy limits <laughs> there you go
1: yes please check it out running punks is it runningpunks.co.uk
2: no, it's dot com running Buy our merch.
1: Look at that! Yeah, buy the merch. Um, just running jackets as well have just dropped there. Black Sabbath. Um, there's some lush items on here, Jimmy boy. There's some fucking yeah, stuff.
2: that's Rodri. That is, I gotta give Rodri a shout out. He's my other running punk, and um, it was all his idea. It was all his idea, and he sent me this massive email. And he's like, I think we can do this together because of your running journey. And so it's his idea and he's in charge of all the merch. So everything on it, Rod, he made it happen and he just gave me a vehicle to be mental and ride upon.
1: Thank you, Rod. That's yeah. that's awesome. You've given us Jimmy Watkins. That's brilliant. Yeah.
0: yeah. Jimmy's been an <laughs> absolute pleasure. Thank you, brother. Thanks,
1: Thanks just for having me.
0: I'm just looking at all the comments. Yeah. Make sure you come back and, and, and watch this and look at all the comments that people are saying about you, brother. It's um it's it's, nah, you know, it's, coming, sure okay. it's all good, bud. Thank you for joining us.
2: Yes, yeah, amazing. And uh, yeah, I'll come to a gig soon.
1: Definitely. Fuck, Thank you, Jimmy. Keep in touch, dude. I'll speak
2: to you soon. See you later. ta